incorporate explosive movements. So number one would be making sure you sprint during uh, training at some point. So that might be your main training session on a regular basis, but not just ex- uh, sprints. We want to for um, max velocity exposure. Also, we want to work on your acceleration. Hello and welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Each week, I host live Q and A's where I present on a topic to help footballers and strength conditioning coaches with practical knowledge. Make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel to receive a notification and never miss a live podcast. If you're a returning podcast listener and you love the show, please show support by rating the show. It goes a long way into helping us reach more listeners. Let's get into today's episode. Make sure to stick around to the very end as I provide a free AFL workout and power tip designed to give you confidence and an insight into what it takes to play AFL. Let's go. To prolong your AFL career, so whether you're a developing athlete looking to build habits so you can play uh, for as long as possible, or you're at the stage of your career where you're um, trying to lengthen the amount of time that you can play uh, and reduce the likelihood of injury, particularly severe injuries uh, that could end your playing days. And even for those that are thinking about getting back into playing, I know a few of you have reached out on our social media and some of you are working with our uh, coaches on actually getting fit in season. You're not playing, but getting using this time as an off-season, pre-season period to get yourself right physically um, and get into the good habits so you can start your pre-season back at your local football club. So stick around. If you're tuning in on our YouTube channel or on TikTok, TikTok uh, feel free to use the comment section to post some questions and I'll make sure to do my best at answering them. But we'll, I've got six tips, so we'll get straight into it. Stick around. I've also got an aerobic conditioning workout that you can do over the summer or for those that aren't playing and you're, you're not in season or for those that are playing, you could even do it on a bye week uh, to keep yourself aerobically fit. So stick around for the end, provide that power tip as well as the upcoming guests on the podcast. But number one, first tip, emphasize key compound movements in the gym. Um, You can't overestimate the importance of simple uh, compound lifts to maintain your strength. As we know, with football, a lot of the injuries happen through contact. So if you can maintain a good level of strength over your career or if you're starting out, if you can build good strength early, uh, that's going to put you in good stead for preventing uh, those the chaotic nature of the game. Um, so you're able to keep your feet in the contests and protect your joints. So things like uh, squats, deadlifts, even your heavy pressing as well, and your pulling movements, so like bench press and bench pull. So you're getting a strong press in to keep your shoulders uh, healthy um, and your, your ability to be able to push and uh, prevent being tackled, as well as your pulling strength just to keep your upper back strong uh, and your shoulders strong. So, um, yeah, really important. Make sure you're doing those simple movements consistently, uh, typically in season, at least once a week, and then over, over offices, pre season, up to two, even three times a week. Tip number two incorporate explosive movements. So, number one would be making sure you sprint during uh, training at some point. So, that might be your main training session on a regular basis, but not just ex- uh, sprints. We want to, for um, max velocity exposure. Also, we want to work on your accelerations, which you're going to do far more than sprinting in a in typical game. So, making sure you're getting regular exposure to high intensity accelerations, things like uh, your first three steps, so ten meter axles, maybe a band around a power band around your hips to work on really over if overemphasizing your first three steps. 
uh, and that forward lean that we want um, for fast switching of the legs. So working on acceleration, working on your change of direction technique, so efficiency in uh, your lateral movement uh, and also in the gym doing some form of power training, whether you do it as a prime-up the day before game day or maybe in the middle of the week um, when you start to transition from that recovery mode to more your performance mode preparing for the upcoming game, doing an explosive 20-minute uh, session. Um, and that's really important, not only from a performance point of view, but also for your body. So you're really well conditioned to the explosive nature of the game. Uh, as I mentioned, injuries tend to happen with contact, but they also tend to happen with the fast nature of moving at a fast speed and then suddenly need to putting on the brakes with a deceleration activity or a change of direction work. Um, so making sure you're regularly exposed to those fast movements is really important uh, early on in your career and also even when you're prolonging um, your career. I recently did a podcast actually on that last week. Uh, really important, particularly for those that are a bit older that haven't exposed themselves to plyos, um, some th key things to consider um, when you're bringing plyometrics into your training when you haven't done it for some while. Tip number three, maintain an aerobic conditioning stimulus. So if you're in season, obviously we want to reduce the amount of contact to your, um, your, your running contacts. So we, we may use things like the bike, swimming, so off-feet conditioning where you're not use, using that ground contact forces to look after your joints. Uh, in season where you're doing those high match loads on the weekend. Uh, that's where we can use aerobic conditioning on, on the bikes and, and uh, like I mentioned, swimming or even just some total body circuits, stuff where you're getting your heart rate up nice and high uh, and usually the rest periods are, are quite low. Um, so in pre-season is ultimately the time we want to build your aerobic base uh, and that's important for football because it's a long game. So the fitter you are, the better you're able to not only uh, handle the high, repeat high intensity efforts, but also able to recover week after week um, from playing, you know, over 10Ks of total distance, 1,000 meters of high speed running, a couple hundred meters of sprint, and plus all the body contact and change direction. So it's a lot of load and it's quite intense on the body. The more aerobically fit athlete will be able to handle that load and recover quicker um, one day, two day, three day post compared to those that aren't aerobically fit. So it's really important. Um, from a body health point of view to maintain your fitness over your career. So aerobic conditioning, really, really important. Number four, probably something that gets talked about quite a bit, but um, you can't go wrong with making sure you're looking after your body health. So recovery and a nice uh, simple way that you can approach this, especially in season, is for every minute that you're working out, you want to be working in. So simple example, if you've got a day's training where you're spending 45 minutes in the gym and then you've got a 60-minute on-field session, there's nearly two hours of work that we need to try and work in on that body. So you might get a 30-minute deep tissue massage and then you might go for a 30-minute light recovery in the pool uh, and then do you know 30-minute stretch and foam roll, for example. Um, so finding ways that you can not only focus on building up your resilience and, re and building robustness through training and hard training, but equally respecting the game, respecting the stress and load that you're putting on the body and working in as well. So that's really, really important. You can't just be piling on more and more and more work on the body and expect the body to cope. You make sure that you really focus on recovery. And that comes quite intuitive to um, the older athletes that have been in the system for a while uh, and they've understood how much better they can feel and how much faster they recover from the previous game when they do emphasize recovery and prioritize recovery. So if you can get into those habits early on in, in your developing career, I think it will pay dividends later on and might 
uh, be the reason why you end up um, uh, prolonging uh, an extra two to three up to four seasons uh, over your playing career. So prioritize recovery. Remember that simple um, calculation for the time that you're working out. Try and um, replicate with working in on the body. Tip number five, looking after your health. So living an elite lifestyle, the big three, sleep, stress, and nutrition. So making sure you're looking after those three on a daily basis. There shouldn't be a single day where um, you're not um, prioritizing those three. Uh, we know the negative effects of poor night's sleep. We know the negative effects of um, not being self-aware and um, recognizing life stresses and football stress and what that can have on the mind. And of course, your nutrition, uh, the fuel you're putting into your body is going to uh, dictate how much energy you're going to have, how well you're going to recover, and how well you're fueling for your upcoming training and game sessions. So those three non-negotiables, uh, yeah, you have to be focused on them. If you're not, you're going to be uh, negatively affected for sure. Research shows it, and even for those that have been following our advice for some time now, you would have recognized the importance of difference between good night's sleep and not, same with your, um, your mental health as well as your nutrition. So making sure that you're consulting experts in that area, you're educating yourself and you're finding a routine that works well for you over a week. Don't just think 24 hours before the game where you're thinking, okay, that's where I'm going to eat well, I'm going to um, hydrate well, I'm going to do some mindfulness and I'm going to um, focus on a, a good night's sleep. It needs to be a week-by-week -week, um, prospect, something that you're just valuing on a daily basis and you're getting in good habits uh, and the consistency is key. So your routine with what you're eating, routine with your sleep and wake up times and routine with your um, mental health management and um, self-awareness. So make sure you're looking after yourself. And then the last tip, consult experts, particularly those um, that maybe you've had, you've come off a significant injury like an ACL, uh, how you constantly, even when you're back to return to play, return to performance, what are you constantly doing to managing that asymmetry? Because there no doubt will be some. Um, so what are you doing in the gym? What are you doing as part of your warm-up, your prep? Uh, your whole preparation to make sure that you're mitigating the risk of further injuries. Um, and even if it's not a significant injury, it might just be a, a simple hamstring strain. Um, what are you doing to make sure you're restoring your range of motion, you, you've, you're stronger than you've ever, ever been before the injury, uh, and, you're, and you're at um, great condition. So expert, um, reach out to experts specifically to that injury or make sure you work with an AFL strength and injury coach to, so you've got a really strong understanding on what you need to do to not only not get injured again, but also not open yourself up to future injuries. Uh, so that's really, really important. Have some experts in your corner. So you've got uh, a program that you're really clear on that's uh, specific to you. It's customized, but also it's uh, allowing you to um, play as long as possible. So hopefully those six, ticks, six tips sorry, help. If you have any questions on any of them, let me know. I'm more than happy to answer on our socials or you can email me at jackatbellicapro.com. Equally, if you want one of our coaches uh, to work with you or you want to follow the online program that I design, head over to propellacapro.com. We have a 14-day free trial, so make sure to check that out. Moving into this week's podcast, before I go into our recent LinkedIn Twitter poll, there were some interesting findings on that. There's still three days left to post, but kick it off. Our episode um, recently was um, Scott Goldman. The performance psychologist for Golden State Warriors has been postponed to next week. So you wouldn't notice I didn't do that interview last week. That's due to some um, work commitments. I had to reschedule that episode. So, yeah, it's to be confirmed. I'll post that on our Instagram once we've locked in that time. But it'll probably either be Tuesday or Wednesday this week. Um, so I'll, I'll post that on our socials so you can find out uh, 
our episode for this week will be with Ben Griffith. So I recently, Griffin, sorry, I just recently um, published and did that interview t- a week ago. So that's really important for those personal trainers, strength and conditioning coaches, exercise phys, physios, anyone in the uh, health industry, health and fitness industry that's running their own business. So some great tips um, on how to stand out and build a brand from men. So it's clearly with his social media following and the consistency he's been doing over the years, um, has got some great clues and some great tips for those starting out. So make sure to check it out. Then and then uh, equally this Thursday we've got another interview with a strengthening expert with Scott Pollock uh, from the QAS, and that time will also be confirmed. But this time we've got it penciled in for Thursday at three PM Australia Eastern Time. So make sure to tune in. Shout out to Scott, social media Derek and Vidal. Uh, absolutely loved his episode. It's episode three hundred thirty seven. So for anyone. Um, running their own business or uh, is looking for some inspiration to health, fitness, um, anything really you can apply this model where he talked about posting no zero days. And what he means by that is the real difference is when it comes to success and sustainable success, it's consistency and making sure that if you're wanting to get stronger, if you're wanting to get fitter, if you're wanting to have a really strong um, brand and a business, that there's no days that go past that you don't do anything towards that. Um, focus. So let's say you are wanting to get stronger. It doesn't mean you can do max strength training every day, but you might work on your non-training days, some form of recovery that's going to assist your training intensity the next day. If you're looking to build a social media following on Instagram, um, it might not mean you're um, posting every day, but perhaps you're having a day where you're brainstorming and thinking of creative ways, or you're doing some research to see what other brands are doing successfully. So it's just having that area, that mindset that every day you're putting a little bit in towards um, your craft, whatever that might be. So I think that, that really resonated with me. Uh, absolutely love that um, post no zero days um, approach. So check out his podcast. He's doing some great things. In terms of our LinkedIn poll for strength and conditioning high performance staff, um, there were some interesting findings. I asked what, what was more important for power development uh, exercise selection, load, intent, or rest periods, and it was pretty profound. Exercise selection was 5%, load was 5%, rest periods 3%, intent, athlete intent was 87%. So it just goes to show, as a coach, our ability to influence the athlete's uh, mindset and when you're briefing them is really, really important. So they're really clear on how to, to, um, how to have purpose with that exercise, how it's going to help their on-field performance, but also... Um, what to focus on and keeping it really simple for that athlete so that they're not thinking of a million things when it comes to power development. They're focusing on one thing, whether it be, um, you know, you're working on their contact time and trying to reduce that. So hot coals and external external cues. Um, maybe they're pushing through the heart, the ground, like they're trying to put a hole through the ground when you're working on some more your power-based exercises with the trap bar jump, whatever it might be, but just using those cues that are just really simple, they're effective, they resonate with the athlete. Uh, and it's able to improve their output. So intent was the profound um, winner there. Tony Carney on Twitter, though, did have an interesting finding. It found for barbell and loaded activities, absolutely the intent is the one that's most important for power development. However, when it comes to body weight plyometric activities, he thinks creating an environment using a constraint-based approach, therefore exercise selection, um, is more important. And where, where I can understand he's coming from here, um, is that if you have hurdles out in front of the athlete, that constraint is going to force them to, and you, they have to rebound the jump to work on you know, their contact time, 
and it's going to force them to make sure they're rapidly producing force quickly. So you can set up the environment to equally get the desired outcome of power development. So I thought it was a good, really good poll. Thank you to everyone that was uh, that contributed to the poll. Um, we've still got three days left because I'm hosting this weekly update a little bit earlier this week because um, we're on a four-day break at Melbourne. So I thought this would be an opportunity to uh, kickstart off the week doing it on Tuesday, where normally I do it on Thursdays. So um, uh, there's a couple more days to go, but it looks like it's going to probably hold out that way. And I'll make sure to share on our Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter once we've found all the total um, votes are in. Um, this week is going to be all about strength testing. So I'd love for you to contribute. Do you prefer velocity? the um, velocity loss in the lift? Is it more your uh, reps left, so the subjective, asking them after they've done a heavy effort, how many reps they have left in the tank and using a calculation to work out an est- a, um, estimated max from that? Uh, is it doing a, a rep max for the day, working up to a, a three rep max, a four rep max, five rep max, one rep max, or is it potentially using force plate data, like a, mid- a mid-thigh um, pull or a squat isometric and how much force you can produce to, see and to track the athlete's development um, that way, so it's not specific to the exercise, it's just about how much force they can put through the ground. Um, so please contribute to that. What's your favorite way of strength testing athletes and, and getting an understanding of their development, um, but also from a max, max force point of view, but also how effective the programming is for them. Uh, so feedback to the coach. So I'll post that in the coming days uh, on our LinkedIn, Twitter, so make sure to stay connected there. Aerobic conditioning workout, it is a simple one, um, more important for those that want to try and improve their work rate per minute. Um, and also the ability to recover from effort, so that aerobic side that I talked about and how important that is. So if you get yourself to a football oval, it should be about 450 metres, 500 metres in diameter. You're going to start on the point post. You're going to jog to the 50, running around the ground. You're then going to run from the one, from the arc to the arc around the ground. Okay, so you're going to run right to the other 50. Then you're going to jog through the point post and then walk from the point post to the other point post. And you're going to repeat that for, if it's 450, a meter lap, go for five laps. If it's 500 meters, go for four. So you're getting anywhere between you know, around 2Ks of total distance continuously. Um, so heart rate will be high. And then you can add, if in, in the summer, you could add a lap um, per week to that workout. So if you did it once a week, add a lap, do it for four weeks, uh, and then reset and go back again. But hopefully you're reducing the amount of time it takes um, when you go back down to your, uh, your original week one uh, and see how much quicker you're getting through that workout and what is your average heart rate. And if your over conditioning is better, you'll be able to get the work done in less time, but also potentially your heart rate's also less. It's less stress, less uh, exertion on your body. Therefore, you are fitter. So give that one a go. Thank you for tuning in for this week our episode. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for all our exercise tips and exercise um, examples, technique, as well as all our live chat shows. And if you could rate and review the podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated. I'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Jack McLean, an AFL football strength and conditioning coach. And I want to introduce you to the Prepare Like a Pro Academy. Our academy is a subscription-based platform where you can sign up to be a part of our community. If you get to the end of each episode of the podcast and are hungry for more, this is for you. Designed for aspiring AFL athletes and staff, you'll receive heaps of bonus weekly content learn who the guests are in advance, and submit questions. Access to our Facebook group with Jack and other Prepare Like a Pro coaches. You'll be able to receive merchandise, program discounts, and freebies, and get free access to our live events, exercise technique database, and much more. This is a great way for you to support the podcast 
and it helps me with production and release of epic content for you guys each week. Your contribution goes a long way in making Prepare Like a Pro community possible and just for $5 a week you'll have access to all of this special content released on our Academy forums. There's no lock-in and you can cancel absolutely anytime. time.